2023, I've also seen, and I see this every year, but I've also seen individuals wanting to unwind complicated financial positions and complicated financial products. Some of these products are insurance. In fact, a lot of these products are insurance products in the form of annuities. They met with someone who they thought was a financial advisor, but they were a financial salesperson. So they just sold them everything that they, that they had access to sell. And when they ran out of things to sell, then they moved on. Welcome to the M Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton, a certified financial planner professional. The M Advisor Podcast exists to help busy professionals get an educated and clear vision about money. Talking about money is difficult enough as it is. Discover the confidence in creating a customized financial plan in a calm and casual environment. Not every professional should have the same financial plan. Everyone is different. Let's celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different too. Music used in this show is by the band Forum. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a broker-dealer, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and M Advisor are not affiliated. Welcome to the M Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M Advisor Podcast comes out on payday the 15th and 30th of each month. Today, we're looking at 2023 in the rearview mirror. I'm going to be talking about a few of the things that I've seen this year that were not necessarily mistakes. I don't want to call anything a a mistake, but some issues where people came and met with me. And what were those issues? What, What were the things and the pain points, so to speak, on people's minds as they sit down and try to put themselves in a better spot financially. With 2024 coming up, there's a lot we can take from conversations like this in looking forward, making a plan, and making the next year a little better and so on and so forth, so that when we look back after a lot of years of getting a little bit better, we can look back and see that we've done a pretty good job. And so some of the things that I've run into are, one, just having too simple of a corporate structure on a business. That's been something that I've seen on a fairly consistent basis, maybe someone set up an LLC and they have had a significant income come into that LLC and they just leave it alone. They don't take any of the tax elections that they're allowed to in certain states to protect some of that income from taxes such as self-employment taxes. And what I mean by that is if you set up an LLC and income comes into you, then it's a pass-through entity and income basically comes directly to you. If you set up an LLC, you can choose to have it taxed differently in some states and you can choose to have it taxed as an S-corp, for example. 
where you pay yourself a reasonable salary and you pay your FICA on that reasonable salary, your Social Security and Medicare. But then on all profit distributions, you don't pay that FICA, that Social Security and Medicare. Whereas if you don't elect the S corporation tax, then you're going to pay FICA on all of your income up to the wage base, which is about a hundred, 170,000 or so of income. So that's an additional 15% plus of tax on all of that income. And that adds up to a lot in 2023. I've also seen, and I see this every year, but I've also seen individuals wanting to unwind complicated financial positions and complicated financial products. Some of these products are insurance. In fact, a lot of these products are insurance products in the form of annuities. They met with someone who they thought was a financial advisor, but they were a financial salesperson. So they just sold them everything that they, that they had access to sell. And when they ran out of things to sell, then they moved on. And so a a lot of times annuities get wrapped up in this and an annuity can be pretty complicated in that you have a surrender charge period that can be sometimes fairly lengthy, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, where if you surrender or you liquidate the money inside of the annuity, you have a certain percentage of that asset that will be lost, that will be forfeited. So if you had like a a 10% surrender charge, then you would only get 90% of your money back. And that's just a quick way to lose quite a bit of money in setting up an annuity, not knowing what you had, realizing what you had, and you don't like it, and you move on. And navigating that is something that I've helped a few people do this year. Same thing with life insurance policies. Some life insurance policies can be pretty complicated and can hang around for a while. And some people really like that and that speaks to them. And then some people don't. And helping people get clear on what their own personal stance is on that and then and then move forward from there. But I have had some difficulty working with several, and it's not just been one, but several life insurance agents who don't want to give their own clients information about their own policies. It boggles my mind that that is a thing, but yet here we are in 2023 and that is a thing. And then 2023 has been a weird year for ignored, complicated financial situations. It could be in the form of IRAs that have needed to have their required minimum distributions assessed. So uh, an IRA, such as a beneficiary IRA, will need to have certain amounts of the IRAs distributed or there's a penalty involved. Beneficiary IRAs, when when you receive an IRA as an inheritance, the same thing. You you have to distribute a certain amount of of that IRA each year and that has to be calculated and managed. 
And I've seen some instances where that has been ignored. And to some degree in the past, there was a a pretty clear way out. And moving forward with the SECURE Act 2.0, the IRS is really wanting to collect that penalty from that neglect. So the RMD required minimum distribution apology letter, it's actually called the RMD abatement to get that required minimum distribution up to speed and then have all the penalties waived is going to be more or less a thing of the past. And then two other things that I've seen on a fairly regular basis, and really I see this over and over and over and and have become a lot more efficient at working with this is two things, and they're very similar. One is someone who's running their day-to-day finances without a savings system at all. There's no, there's no way to capture excess cash that builds up on a consistent and repeatable basis. And so I see a lot of people just put their savings to chance, so to speak, and, and really just try to ignore some of their finances, which is understandable. Some of it can be scary and some of it can be confusing and complicated, but there are plenty of individuals who run their lives without having a system in place for recouping and making their own dollars sticky to them so that they save more. And typically, if somebody is intimidated by that, it's probably time to come see somebody like me to discuss putting a plan together. And then another thing, piggybacking on that lack of saving system. Another thing that I see on a consistent basis is somebody hoarding too much cash. Now, 2023, especially the the latter part of 2023, has been a, a really good time to have cash. You've seen certain banking products and cash management products pay fairly high interest rates for cash. But I think that 2024 and possibly even 2025 will reward those who had invested into the market. So we'll see if that that plans out. But my crystal ball is just as broken and murky as everybody else's. But having a plan for excess cash is great, whether that is to keep it in cash and receive a, a somewhat of a fixed interest rate on some of that cash, but then also how to change that from short-term cash to a, a more longer-term way of, of saving and, and a, just a different mindset on how to hold on to and invest that money and how to look at that money just a little bit differently than maybe someone would if they didn't have a plan really at all. And so for the most part, those are, those are a lot of the things that I've seen as far as pain points, maybe, maybe items of confusion. And of course there's, there's more and more that, that, that heap on each year, such as, you know, how do I get 
money to my kids? You know, how, how do I set up a trust? Uh, things like that. But for the most part, these are probably the things that I see very commonly on a very consistent basis. And so just all of us together from the questions that everybody has, we can build on that and learn from this so that we can move forward year after year and get just a little bit better. And then after we've set up a plan, when it's all said and done, we've done a really good job for ourselves and our families and our communities. Thank you for listening. I'm Paul Morton with M-Advisor. M-Advisor helps physicians with their financial planning. You can visit m-advisor.com. There's more information there, more content there, and you can ask questions. And I really appreciate you listening to the M-Advisor podcast.